Welcome to Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped to get off. And back again for season four is a uh, podcast favorite, Adele Entertainer Sean Duran. Thank you so much for coming back. Thank you for having me. No problem. You know, it, it was, yeah, salut. Thank you so much. Well, this is very nice. It's good, right? This is nice. Yeah. Just so you went out and tried to get uh, Jack Daniels. Yeah. But this is very similar to Jack Daniels. I, I don't know. Do you, you drink Jack Daniels often? I drink bourbon. Mm. Um, Jack Daniels, not so much, but I have no problem with Jack Daniels. But I was just thinking, I, I don't know. I always have this thought in my head, and no one else can corroborate with this, but I feel like it has a banana e taste to it. Hmm. But you recommended that we have a, a, a bourbon while we talk. Maybe loosen some more lips or... I needed it. How's your week been? You've been in the city to do some shoots. Mm -hmm. uh, you've worked with me for Treasure Island. And uh, every time you come in, I try to see what we can we can get together. And Yeah. Yeah. I think it was great. What else did you do while you were here? I've walked a lot. Um, I've been rained on quite a bit. Uh, that's pretty much it. Oh, you did some escorting, right? Yeah, clients. Better. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, we'll go over all that stuff, but I want to know a little bit about what's been going on um, in the past year or in the past two years since we've seen each other. It really feels like it was not that long ago. Yeah. But it, but yeah. it, it was. During that trip to New York, I was on Grinder and I met my now boyfriend because I sent my Grinder to, to Fort Lauderdale because I like to just do it in advance. I don't know. <laughs> to make life difficult for myself but i met him and then like we've been together ever since okay mm -hmm. and now you guys are you lived in fort lauderdale for a little bit yeah and then we lived in la for six months okay and then um now we live back in my hometown of gastonia north carolina what was la like fucking awful why it was so awful <laughs> and i wouldn't have moved back to gastonia from miami i would like never but so i moved back because my mom needed help with this new business that she started mm -hmm. um so i'm now an ice cream man driving an ice cream truck and um and so she was like would, would you want to come home and help me I, I know i'm like i'll fucking do it I, anything to get out of la just get me out of this place <laughs> and we landed there because we were on like a country ride road trip mm -hmm. we were just going across the country and stuff and we just got tired of it and we were just in la i'm like let's just fucking live here it was like okay we just went on craigslist found our apartment we're like, this place is gross. That's pretty cool, though, the fact that you were just like, whatever, let's just live here. Have you ever lived? I know you worked a lot in L.A., but living there is obviously a different experience then. Yeah. Yeah. What did you dislike most about L.A.? Um, how far everything is. Like, to go to the gym would take like 45 minutes. You do need a car almost everywhere you yeah. go, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's, God, it was just, we were losing weight. I was losing weight so much because it took so much to go to the gym. It took so much to go get food. And we had like a tiny apartment with like barely a kitchen. So it's like everything was just such a task, and I just didn't feel like doing that task. So it's nothing about like the people there, nothing about... I think everybody in L.A. was great. People in L.A. were very nice. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of homeless people, people living in campers on the yeah. side of the road and tents, and tents. nobody, there's no rules, nobody does anything about it, and I'm like, I can't deal with this shit. I spent a little bit of time last year in, in Los Angeles in a couple of different places, and Everywhere you went, Koreatown, uh, right in the middle of Los Angeles, there were just homeless people. And it's unfortunate, yeah. but it's an unfortunate truth. And it sucks. Uh, but let's not. Let's not. <laughs> let's not that can open up another can of worms. Uh, and, and we can talk about that on another podcast. How about Let that? me drink this drink, and then I'll talk all about it. Yeah. You know what? I might, uh, I might bastardize this a little bit. I'm going to yeah. put some Coke in there if I, if I can. God, and Coke Zero with that. I, Jesus well, you Christ. see, I'm, I'm not having sugar. 
I've 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 given up on big sugar, and uh, and it's just how it's bad. So then, what well, are you gonna get? Fake sugar that's worth well, no, that I know. You? And you know what? The funny thing is, is the liquor is not the best thing for your body either. However, I do enjoy to have a drink, and um, I mean, if you have. I do like Jack and Cokes. I like uh, Cuba Libres and stuff like that, right? If I can minimize the sugar in it, I feel better about it. See, it um, just, I can't, I love Coke. I drink Coke, but only like regular Coke. I can't drink anything diet. It makes me immediately sick. The Coke Zero is not that bad, actually. No, don't, no. no it, I it's swear bad. It's, no, no, I've had it. I've tried it. Had it. Okay. If, if you set all these different like diet and like a regular Coke, I can know which one is the regular Coke. People are like, oh, you can't tell the difference. Like, get the fuck out of here. I'll get a headache and I'll start throwing up. I can absolutely tell the difference. It's just a matter of um, just, you know, that familiar taste. But there's so much sugar in, in, in Coca-Cola. Like, it's it's insane. I'm shocked. I don't. I wasn't really a big drinker when it came to, like, soft drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when I, have, when I have a drink, yeah, I want to do that. So when I did this thing last year where I was like, no sugar, no carbs, I was like, well, fuck, I got to find an alternative. And this was the best one. This one and Diet Dr. Pepper. I don't know if you've ever had Diet Dr. Pepper, but... I've had it, but yeah, you don't only like only like right when it came out to be like, okay, let's fucking see. I'm like, Bleh. disgusting. <laughs> Dr. Pepper is everything where I'm from. Yeah, Dr. Pepper and Sundrop. We have Sundrop, and that if you want to talk about sweet, you'll get that, and yeah, you won't be able to go to sleep. Yeah, it's I, like liquid. It's liquid meth. You know, it's basically how much sugar there is. It? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you wanted to be a truck driver. You're kind of a truck driver now, technically. Yeah, but I don't need the license for it. Turns out I'm really bad at backing shit up. <laughs> really fucking bad at it. God, man, I could not keep that fucking trailer straight. So, okay, so what happened was I was doing that class and whatever. And the school that I was going to, I was like, I'm having a lot of problems with this school. And then I went on Google reviews and every hundreds of reviews saying the exact same shit as me about this school. It's extremely unorganized and impossible to get into classes. Like you had to wait in like a two hour long line to get a ticket to go to the class. And then every week you had to wait in that line to make the class schedule. And then every day you go to right. class, you had to wait in that line to get a ticket. I'm like, can they not just write our name on a list and be like, oh, I'm here. I got to go get a physical ticket. And you have to pay for it too, yeah. right? So yeah, it's crazy. Oh, that's- but what really happened was, um, I guess about end of September 2021, I had this really catastrophic motorcycle wreck. Really? And I wasn't able to walk for two months and I had to go to the hospital and I lost a bunch of shit. So I was just like, by the time I was done, like I had already forgotten everything about truck driving. So I tried to go back. I'm like, this is just too much. I'm just not going to fucking worry about this. Cause I had, I had to sell my car, my Corvette that I loved. I mean, it was costing me so much to like, like a thousand dollars in repairs and gas and shit a month, $40 a day in Miami. So I just had to give it up. And then I had to give up my motorcycle because it was, it was wrecked. And then I couldn't walk. And then when I finally was able to walk, my um, landlord sold my house and kicked me out after five years, like with no warning. She was like, oh, you're not on a, a lease anymore, so you have 30 days. And then they started tearing the house down around me as I was still living there, like started like knocking out walls. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll fucking leave now then. That's before you met your boyfriend and moved to Los Angeles? No, that was like uh, right after I met my boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, two months after I met my boyfriend, that's when I had the wreck, and then he had to take care of me. He's like, this is not what I fucking signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's still with you. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, how, is, how is North Carolina treating you? How is being back home? It's really good. Both of us have gained a lot of weight. Um, I'm cooking a lot, and we're going to the gym every day. Everything is so convenient, and people are so nice there. It's so... Nice to just like walk down the street and just be able to talk to people, you know. 
And they say hi. Yeah, everybody <laughs> says hi, how are you, blah, blah, blah. So nice. I wanted to do the podcast like the last day that you were here just because that way there's no stress or anything. Mm-hmm. But that meant we couldn't really talk all that much because we wanted to catch up on on camera and on uh, audio. But I said, no, don't talk to me. Save it. <laughs> don't ask me anything. Don't make me make any jokes. I'm not doing anything <laughs> until what? That camera is on. <laughs> As an escort, you're asked to do a lot of different things. Oh, and first of all, before we get into that, did you escort before you were in in modeling or did you do no. modeling and then escorting? Yeah. Okay. That's how it usually goes. Okay. Because people are like, oh, I'm going to be a porn star. Like, oh, I'm going to be so rich. No. You got to go fuck this whole band too. That's the that's the trick. And and does it also help to have like a star status in yeah. the porn industry? Well, you know what? And people have told me that. And then I think, I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah, because people know you so that they want to meet. But also, I think the other flip side is I think it hinders you from a lot of people because you don't want to be um, – some people want the boy next door or like, you know, just a regular guy who's not flashy and like going to draw attention to themselves. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't want people who are already known. When you get calls, is it like people that are like, oh, I want you to be nasty. I want you to do this. I want you. Do they see the persona that you are in your videos and that's exactly what they're expecting? Yeah, that's why I don't know if you've noticed in a, most of my recent videos, like I'm not na- like I'm trying to be more sensual and not like. Oh, fuck. Because I don't want people wanting that from me because I don't like doing it. It's really difficult. I can do it for like a couple minutes on camera until they say cut. But then I'm just like, okay, what do I say next? Like, what's it? What's like a dirty thing to say? I don't know. Because I don't know how to talk dirty. You're not a shit talker. You're not a dirty talker. Okay. Uh, You are more such a turn off to me. Okay. That's and and it does come through Mm -hmm. on on your more recent scenes. But tell me, okay, so the thing I found funny about this was, so escorts or clients will call and ask for certain things. Uh, when they ask for the boyfriend experience, what, what do you do? What do you, how, well, I ask them, like, so, like, what do you mean boyfriend experience? Because everybody has a different idea of what, a, what their relationship is going to be like with their boyfriend. Like, oh, you know, just hot sex and, and you know, lovemaking and, like, just, like, dirty talk. I'm like, yeah, that's not what boyfriends do. I can give you my boyfriend's phone number. And he can tell you that I'm just going to ask you what you want to eat for an hour or like <laughs> flip through Netflix. Like, do you want to watch that? Is that what you want to watch? Do you want to watch that? Okay. Well, that's my time. I got to go. There's no sex. You can, you can call my boyfriend right now. <laughs> Which is funny. How long have you guys been dating? You've been dating for almost two years. Two now. years. Okay. All right. Two years, um, August, August 7th. And wh- when does the comfort level set in when you, with your boyfriends? Like, what do you mean comfort level? Like, for instance, I still, I still am expecting like, once or twice a week just to like fuck around and oh, we're, yeah. we're eight years in at this point that's and great once or twice a week yeah jesus <laughs> Which, that's but, a lot but the funny thing is is the whole time i'm like man am i doing enough am i doing enough same and but but two times i think is great and we have to plan that and sometimes he's like this isn't this isn't really sexy and i'm like you try well you know this. when you first <laughs> you first start dating someone you have separate houses mm-hmm. and you're like oh i'm gonna be at your house this time so the bottom is at his house getting ready and douching because you know when you come over you're gonna have sex but when you both live together there's no like mystery of like oh i'm gonna go sneak off and douche there's no <laughs> the bathroom's right there and i'm right here there's no sneaking off and you know i had the bottom of the day for the scene that i shot and um i was and i had to bottom and i haven't bottomed in a long time probably a year or so i've bottomed and because my boyfriend's he's a full bottom and most of my clients i just tell them like i'm not gonna bottom i just don't want to deal with it and i'm just like I think this is like why, why I don't really 
um, ask for too much sex for my boyfriend because it's so much fucking work mm-hmm. for a bottom to do. And I just feel so guilty. I'm like, hey, babe, do you want to you wanna have sex? And he'd be like, okay, yeah. And I could see him like, well, yeah. Yeah. You think I'm about like, the process. It's okay. You know, if you don't want to, it's okay. He's like, no, no, I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> and, I'm, and by the time I get, I'm like, 45 fall asleep. minutes later, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I tend to have the same issue. You kind of, you want to do it, but. I don't want to be an inconvenience, babe, but uh, <laughs> can, can we have sex? I feel like, yeah. And it sucks when it's, you know, if you're dealing with big dicks, you have to kind of. You have to clean out. You have to make sure everything is good. I, I would not, if I'm going to bottom, I'm going to make sure nothing's going to happen in bed that's embarrassing, even to this day. Like, if, if you know, you shit the bed, it's you, sh- you shit the bed. Like, I've never done that. Because it's too late to wash the sheets. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. I'm not you trying to, like, wait for sheets. that shit to wash through. <laughs> oh, man. Um, no, but you hit, you hit the nail on the head with that. So I appreciate, I appreciate your honesty. And also, like, I think when your relationship... People don't realize this because uh, we're we're monogamous. I don't we're not open. I do clients and videos and stuff, but like on a regular basis, I'm not like we're not out there like looking for sex with mm-hmm. dudes. And I think men are horniest when they're single because there's a hunt involved. If there's no hunt involved, then mm-hmm. like what's the point? I'm not I'm not that horny. I've already got what I want, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, like you would go to the club because it's like oh I want to meet somebody and like have sex. Oh blah blah blah. blah. Just, yeah, there's no hunt, so it's like I'm not, I'm not hungry because there's no hunt. There's this idea that people have, and you had mentioned this too the other day, where you know they think they can call you at one in the morning and expect you to be up waiting for them, uh, oh, no. waiting for that phone call, so that you can come over and and you know they can hire you as an escort. Uh-huh. Um, why does that not work for you? Well, because um, I'm not one of these meth addict um, escorts. And I go to bed very early <laughs> and I wake up very late and I just can't, I miss so much money. I could be a millionaire by now. If I could just stay up past midnight, <laughs> if I could just do that. Cause I always wake up to like five or six clients calling. I'm like, fuck man, so much money. But I was just like, like, um, last night I was laying in bed and I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that I'm not going to miss any clients tonight. I'm going to do it. So I would set my alarm for like every 30 minutes would wake me up so I could check my phone. I'm like, okay, no one's calling. So I'm going to set my alarm. Oh, God, okay. All right. So then someone would message me. I'm like, oh, God, please. Please let it just be a fake so I could just go back to sleep. I don't actually want to work. So you don't want to do yeah. it. So I'll check the um, Mr. Numbers. I don't know if anyone on the podcast, if you've ever heard of Mr. Numbers, Mm-mm. it is the most important tool in an escort's arsenal okay. of safety. So what is Mr. Numbers? Mr. Numbers is an app where you can put a phone number, whoever texts you, phone number into this app, and it will it will tell you. You know how like Rentman, you could um, leave reviews for the escorts. Well, this is basically our way of leaving reviews for our clients. Oh. And be like, oh, this person's a fake. This person's just a pick collector. Some people have 30-something comments because it will be all like um, spam, 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 spam. So it's almost like rate my rate my John or rate my yeah. Dick. Okay, it is really it's such a lifesaver because you know I well I ask for deposits because I'm not trying to you know set my day up and then that person does not show up. I ask for like a ten percent deposit, and then um some people don't ask for deposits. I'm like you're really risking a lot mm-hmm. because this could be just some person who's messaging a, all the escorts just to fuck with them because I've been sent to wrong addresses. You know, I've been just 
dicked around, all kind of, and I'm not dealing with that shit. I'm anymore. sure you've seen a, a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, when when it comes to the weirdest thing that someone's ever asked you to do as an um, as an escort, what what can you remember? What's what's one of the weirdest things? He um, this one person in Dallas wanted me to um, shit in Tupperware, and um, he wanted to eat it. Oh wow! Okay, and mail it to him or. No, he wanted to come to my oh. hotel and get it. Oh, so he okay. So he was packing yeah. for. for days I did not or? agree to that just okay. because I, I'm like I would not be able to look at you in the eye and hand you this Tupperware full of shit. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's wrong. And also, I I, I don't my bowels. I can't possibly <laughs> predict. I can't tell you that I'm going to be able to shit in this Tupperware today. It could be tomorrow. I'll have to just I'll do it and I'll just send in an Uber whenever it comes by. I don't know. Uh, that's another reason I don't like bottoming. This is so unpredictable. <laughs> well, I eat a lot of vegetables. You can I don't just have understand. halal. That'll probably yeah, halal. Different. Fucking <laughs> blow on, ass everywhere. Depending on what he wants. Yeah, I once dated this guy who was a lawyer, and uh, he was into water sports, but he like wanted to drink pee, and I was mm. like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Mm-mm. And one of our first dates, he's like, hey, come in. He's like, do you want a glass of water? And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm good. You want some coffee or a beer? And I was like, I'm, I'm good. And then eventually I realized he was just trying to get me full of stuff so uh-huh. that I could pee on him. And obviously it didn't work, but still, like, that's... I, I had to pee like, on someone today. Yeah? My clients okay. peed on him. But I do not like... I, I will not let someone drink it, like, from my dick. Like, some people want to put their mouth around your dick. I can't do that. For some, Something's wrong with my... I don't know what it is. But it is the most painful thing on the planet to me. Well, maybe it's because you're used to just standing in front of a toilet or a urinal or something and peeing there. Oh, maybe. Do you, are you pee shy then? Like this? no, no, I can do it. Okay, the, you just don't want it. No, no, it's like um, I'll be peeing, and if if the client puts my dick in their mouth as I'm peeing, it will send shockwaves of pain throughout my body, and I'll start peeing blood. Oh wow! I, yeah, okay. it happened. The, I remember the first time it happened. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because like. I was peeing and they they sucked it as I was peeing and I, I like convulsing. It was unpayful. And then the rest of the day I was like peeing chunky blood out of my dick. Oof. I'm like, what could this fucking possibly be? So ever since then I've told people like, don't I'll pee on you, but don't grab it and don't put it in your mouth. And this one person he was high and he did it and I had to punch him. Damn! Like as soon as he put his his lips just close to the head, I started like sending shockwaves of pain. I had to pop him. Damn! Like I told you not to fucking do it. Did he still pay you after that? Oh, of course. He probably liked it. <laughs> he wow. probably did. You and I have know. so many people that want to um, want me to like beat them up. I'm like, oh, I want you to punch me. I'm like, I'm not doing that. That's the weirdest thing that you had, which is pretty weird in my in my eyes. The the shit in the in the Tupperware. I'm I'm still good, um, but I will join you in a sec, and I'll do it raw. Um, <laughs> have you had any famous people? Mm-mm. No, no. So it's just. Regular old clients that pay you and okay. Mm-hmm. What do you usually get? Do you get like Europeans, Latinos? No, just wealthy old tycoons. Dudes. Okay, I was just yeah. I don't get see a lot of these. A lot of these escorts like oh, I have this client with this really nice the penthouse blah blah blah. I don't get that shit because I get like the dirty, <laughs> dirty methy people because they think that I'm like that okay. because they see me in these videos being like all dirty and blah blah. blah. And they and they classy people don't want me because they don't want this walking into their fancy building and and they're 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 like um, front desk person like what the fuck's going on up there? Little you do know? they know. Little do they know that you're such a nice guy and doesn't matter. not on drugs and not well, yeah, like that's that's cool. There's a lot of people 
who commented on the podcast last time. And um, I'll save them for, for a little bit, but one of them absolutely said how uh, they had no idea you were so eloquently spoken and also very funny. I talk real good. Yeah. <laughs> I talk real I good. I talk real good. <laughs> That's amazing. I just got, uh, I spoke to you about it, but I just got demonetized on the platform on YouTube. Uh, so I got to. I know. It. I know we're demonetized. That means I'm going to say whatever I want because what's the how, how much lower can we go? Yeah. Well, what are I they going to do to me? Cancel me? I know. It started. Uh, it started with uh, you know putting mature on everything, which I always do anyway. This is interesting. I I didn't really monetize a lot of the stuff that was because I'm doing history now this year. And now you just said history of just gay porn, history of gay erotica, and and oh, okay, just, but not history in general. No, okay. there's plenty of history of gay porn. I was like, oh, I'm a World War II buff. Let's go into it. No, no. <laughs> this is, well, this starts right after the war when all these guys start coming back and then they start having beefcake photo, uh, magazines and stuff. But the censorship, everything that got us to where we are today mm-hmm. and, and the freedoms that we enjoy because of the people that were thrown in jail in the 60s and the 70s. Fine. My thing is, is don't take away my ability, even though I'm not using it, don't take away my ability and be like, oh, you're using this. This is what YouTube said. You're using this uh, for sexual gratification. Uh, people are getting off to my channel, basically. That's what they're saying. Meanwhile, there's that makes no, no sense. naked people. All we're doing is talking yeah. about sex, hopefully educating people and stuff, but whatever. I'll fight it. It'll, 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 people will be able to watch this interview. Okay. Let's just say That's that. That's all that matters. So what else has been going on? Um, you're, you're pretty much married. Right? No, I'm, well, I am married technically, yeah. but I, yeah, we gotta, I gotta, still gotta get divorced before I marry this one. Oh wait, so you, you are. That's right. We did speak about this. You were married, yeah. um, and my ex-husband just moved in with us. Really? Yeah, because he was going through tough times in Miami. So I was like, I said, my boyfriend, I was like, honey, can I just go get Fabio and let him move in here? And he was like, yeah, that's fine. Blah blah blah. Because Fabio, yeah, he, we're technically married, but we were only together for like a year or so. And after that, we would have stayed married. He's my best friend. Mm-hmm. He's like a brother to me. Like, and I, my biggest fear in my whole life, because um, I don't know, I've always worried about him. Um, just like in life in general, I don't think he just, um, I don't think he was prepared for life, especially in America. He's from Brazil. Okay. And um, my my biggest fear throughout my whole several years of being with him is like, I'm really worried that one day. I'm just going to drive by and he's going to be homeless or something. I can't have Fabio being homeless. So I rented a car, drove down to Miami, picked him up, came right back. And then I have another friend um, from D.C. just moved into, and we have a one-bedroom like duplex. Jesus. So it's like me and me and my boyfriend have the bedroom and, the, the, and my friend and Fabio have um, the bedroom, I mean the living room. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right yeah, now? Yeah, how's that situation working out? I mean, it's only, I mean, I don't know, because this was just this past week, and I went and got Fabio on Monday and come back Tuesday, and then I and came then here on Wednesday. <laughs> so I don't know. My boyfriend's dealing with it right now. I'm like, honey, I'm going to go get them, and they're just going to live here. They're like, okay, and bye. And then bye. <laughs> Take care of it. <laughs> Thanks. But I mean, I guess it's getting along fine. Okay. Because, you know, we, we just moved there, and we didn't really have any friends. So it's nice, you know. You know, that we have people there, mm-hmm. even though it's just, it's a lot. Because, you know, me and my boyfriend, we're just used to us being in the house by ourselves. And When you're driving this, this ice cream truck, uh-huh. let's get back to the business, right? Let, when you're driving this ice cream truck and you pull up to, 
I'm assuming kids or mm-hmm. right. well, a lot of stuff. Okay, we do um, special events. Okay, it's not just like we're driving around the um, neighborhood. It's with not the, like Mr. Softy. No. With the... Sometimes we do that, but okay. not very often. It's more like us. We have events that we have to go do. Um, festivals, that kind of stuff. Really, really cool. That's actually a really good business. Yeah, it's not just like a regular ice cream. It's a franchise. It's a it's a gourmet okay. popsicle thing. Okay, so then you guys bought into a franchise, mm-hmm. and then you drive around. That's a really, really good business. But, but it is sweet. But I I get depressed from it a lot actually yeah. because we we do do um like we go to like preschools and stuff mm-hmm. or just like any kind of family thing and it makes me really depressed because like i see all these kids and these families i'm like fuck man in in not so good situations or no they're no they're happy oh that makes me sad <laughs> <laughs> oh i hate happy people that shit pisses me <laughs> off so bad no 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 like kids because you know i want kids and it's like oh all these people have kids and I'll, oh here's your ice cream and you know do you I, and that's something that came up to a lot of people were very happy and and they were glad they were like wow like his his most dream job in the world is to have kids do you you so this is still this is still one of your dreams yeah of course yeah i've already named him and everything yeah i just got to get him somehow so i'm just playing devil's advocate here because Uh i wanted kids too but fuck i had to take care of uh our nieces and nephews one day with uh my boyfriend and we were with them for five hours we barely could talk about adult stuff because they were watching i don't talk about adult stuff Anyway, who so want to you, talk about so adult stuff too? Well, I mean, you know, like, oh, we got to do this, or we, I couldn't do any work because, you know, God forbid, my work, <laughs> like, they look at my work or anything like that. But well, my work is ice cream, so it's perfect. Yeah, no, no, you're you're good, but it almost felt like we paused for like four or five hours because we were we were babysitting, and I was like, wow, this well, would you be also every have to day. Think about, that was your nephew, and that's not your child. True. You you you're whenever you're around other people's children, you're very much more conscious of what you're saying and like worried about like oh my god, it's like, like I don't know what their parents are trying to teach them and blah blah blah. So you're gonna be like that, but like with your own children, I think it's a lot easier. Okay, but it's still. But like <sighs> in my life, we don't do anything. I mean, I can't think of anything like you know. I I, I sell ice cream. My boyfriend works at Lowe's. When we're home, we watch Adventure Time and cartoons. If you've already named your boy or girl. I prefer a boy. Okay. But if I have dangs for both. both. For both. Yeah. Okay. So if you've already. They're not approved by my boyfriend. He <laughs> approves them when he's drunk. And then when he's sober, he's like, what? <laughs> We're going to call them what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what can, do you mind if I ask what? Uh, yeah. My son's name is going to be Chevy. Chevy. Okay. Um, I love Chevy Chase and I love Chevys. Okay. I'm a huge Chevy dude. And my daughter's going to be Shamal. Shamal. It's my favorite Maserati. Both named, named after cars. Obviously. Okay. I don't know if you've noticed, but I am white trash so yes <laughs> they will be named after cars yeah but a maserati is not really white trash is it a shamal <laughs> is it really okay I, i'm not early 90s trashy maserati yeah. <laughs> when you do have these kids mm-hmm. how are you gonna tell them would you be open about like having done porn and stuff no. in the past no why not they won't even know what porn is they won't be allowed on the internet. They won't have social media. Yeah, but wouldn't you? Well, you're not on social media, right? So no, you're, it's I'm not, not okay. So I can see that being easy, but wouldn't that be a hindrance, especially in the world that we're going into? Like everybody has to have stuff. I've I've met parents that do stop their kids or limit them from being on the internet, but I feel like it's a double. But by story. then, I mean, I'll just be like a relic. Nobody will n- remember what Sean Duran is. I will. 
Han will. <laughs> people will. No, people. But I just people don't think. Will. I just don't think so. Because by the time I have them, I, I most likely won't be doing this anymore. And it's just like there's so much new stuff coming out. My shit will get pushed down to the bottom of the pile on Google. I know where I fit in, and I know where I don't fit in. That's the thing with some people that I don't like. That like, oh, everyone's just as good as everybody else. No, they're not. Okay, I understand. What I'm you're not saying. as good as some other people. Well, I mean, everybody serves a purpose, their purpose mm-hmm. in what we're doing here, right? But some some people's purpose are more important than others. My purpose is not that important. Porn is not that important, and it's actually I think it's very detrimental to society. Period. You so you think what you do is detrimental to? Oh, society. very much. So. Okay, and, and I why? think porn in general is. Okay, but. I will, I will agree to an extent because I think that too much of anything is not good for you. Mm-hmm. However, when somebody says that it's a despicable, disgusting industry, I have to kind of, I quince at that because of the fact that, what about the pharmaceutical industry? What about... Honey, nobody's saying that's not, though. Telefi- but nobody's saying that. Yes, I understand that. But the thing is, is they will point to this first before anything and say, oh, how disgusting. Meanwhile... They've been marketed to and exploited to no extent by all of these other industries. All day long. Yes. Psoriasis commercials. Crohn's disease. Yes. All day. That are taking Convincing people they have Crohn's disease. Exactly. Don't say we're dirty when Hollywood is dirtier and has been dirty for the longest time. When the pharmaceutical industry is dirtier or has been dirtier for the longest time. But you're ta- again, you're taking that out of context. <laughs> he didn't. He had, did not say that. That's no. Those are not despicable. But I'm pretty He's sure. He's just pointing out what is despicable. I understand, but I'm pretty sure. This I'm guy, defending someone I know, who does not like I me. Know, but I, that's but that's me. I defend truth and honor. <laughs> I just I defend shit that I see right. If someone tells me like, oh, you you're, you did this, I'm like, no, you're right. I did do that. I just you know there there's. You know what? Porn is not good for society, but neither is this whiskey, and people still buy it, and people still sell it. There's a lot of things that are not good a for society. A lot of society, are not good. But um, they're still there. And I, I just think that... And no, I'm not, I'm not super proud of being an industry that's not good for society. And people, people always want to say, oh, what, what do you mean it's not good for society? Like People need porn. People don't need porn. And it actually uh, makes it harder for people to be in relationships. You know, it, it, I think it makes it harder for people to have sex in general. One thing I noticed that you said the other day when we were we were hanging out. Okay, well, you know, I'll watch porn, you watch porn with your boyfriend, and we're we'll, we'll be happier that way. Do you feel that way? Do you? What? Really feel, oh, you may have you may have had a whiskey at that point. What did I say? When was this? What but, day was this? Ah, oh, I can't remember. But you you said I didn't I didn't I've only drinking yesterday. So then you had said, you know, that's fine. I'll be happy. I'll watch porn and jerk off, and then you can watch your porn and jerk off, and we're still we'll still be happy. You know, that sounds like something I, I possibly <laughs> could did, have said. I don't remember doing it. But, it. I remember thinking, no, I, I, think, I think what it is that that comes back to like being in a relationship and like um, sex, sex lives of people in relationships. You have to hide and like jerk off because you know you're not going to have sex that day probably. And it's going to be an inconvenience if you want to have sex with the other person. Okay. So I'm like, oh, I'll go in the bathroom and deserve this real quick. Because I know that he's probably doing it too, but we don't talk about it. We'll, we'll see. That's the thing. I have designated days, not designated, but we have days where. I'm like, you want some you want some time for yourself? Or my boyfriend will ask, hey, you know, I'm going to take some time today. I think that's healthy. I think that's okay. You know, like... Are you Puerto Rican? No. My Is parents, your boyfriend Puerto Rican? No. Then that's how you get away with that. Yeah. yeah I'm not, no. 
Okay. No, no. No, yeah. Well, my, no. you know, my, my. They don't have that kind of sensibility. They'd be like, uh, why? We'll why do you want to? Why don't you not fuck? Because like, I know you don't want to have sex but, either. But my father's Cuban, so I do know that hot, mm. that spicy Latino, like that machismo, right? Uh, I love how Latino people call it spiciness. It like uh, <laughs> you're just spiciness. It's you know, just a little, just, just a little fun. Uh, or argumentative yeah. is what people it's call it. Just for being an asshole. Yeah. Like, honestly, they're argumentative and problematic. <laughs> Oh, you know, it's just something spicy. You know, what's something spicy? Like, my uh, my boyfriend's like, oh, I don't know, just and a lot of Latin people would be like, oh, I just love to argue, and you know, just add a little spiciness. Why do you have such a boring relationship? I'm like, or how about just peace? How I I'm I'm all about peace, but I'm very passionate. I will say that. So I again, will... the word passionate means he wants to argue about shit. I <laughs> love to y'all love to say that well, shit. See, you know, the thing is, is I I will argue, but then the thing is, is you got to get that shit out, and then after it's out. Okay, cool. We're good, you know? But if you don't talk about shit, then that's how... My boyfriend, he loves to argue, but he has no reason. He he argues without reasoning. He argues without any kind of points, um, any kind of argument at all, any kind of... And I'll be like... And I just... Everything he says, I immediately shut it down with with evidence, fact-based evidence. I'm like, actually, if you look at this and this and this, you're extremely wrong (laughs) and you're fucking annoying and go to bed. He'd be like, no, I don't believe you. I'm like, well, I can tell you, I'll even have like my location set up my phone. He'd be like, "Uh, where were you today? I'm like, well, if you'd like to look on your phone, you'd be able to see where I was. And everything that you're saying is absolutely incorrect. Yeah, no, I, sorry, we don't have any of that stuff. No. So my, so my boyfriend's German and Italian and uh, kind of grew up in a situation where you don't really talk about stuff too much. So, and Germans, you know how they are, man. They fucking, they pent up all that shit and then one day it's going to explode. And I always tell them, I was like, I don't want that shit to explode on me. I don't want to be that person. Well, because I be didn't annoying, contribute. honey. No, but the thing is, is, I didn't contribute to all that. You know, like there's definitely other factors. So sometimes he'll come home from work and stuff and he's like, um, you can tell he's he's pissy and he's moody and i'm like uh i didn't i didn't do this you know you need to talk to the person that did this because i'll do that with people like if if somebody pisses me off on on like the street or on the sidewalk or something i'm like excuse me you're an asshole or something and you explain why and then you go from there and that's fine and they can either take it in a good way or we get into fight you know Mm -hmm. i don't know if i'm upset if i'm feeling like in a bad mood um and it's not about my boyfriend i'll tell him i'm like honey i'm sorry i'm in a bad mood i just had blah 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 but my boyfriend would everything will be fine because he goes through phases. I know that it's going to be two weeks of him being um, decent and be around, and then the next week is going to be. I'm like, oh god, it's been two weeks. <laughs> and then it, 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 it it'll switch. I swear to God, it will switch like that. He'll be like, huh, and then it'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, honey, wait, hey. What, what sign is? I'm it? like, what's? I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, well, when's his birthday? August. Okay. Oh, he's a Leo. Yeah. There you go. Oof. So it's like. I'm like, oh, hey, honey. I'm like, I'm like, what's wrong? Nothing. I'm like, oh, Jesus, fuck. What, honey? What happened? What happened from the time when we were just having a good time to right now? It makes no sense. What did I? I said, I. You didn't do nothing. I. I'm fine. I'm like, oh my god. And I'm like, I'm gonna just leave you home. You know what? I'm like, we're just gonna call because I can't do anything. I can't function with that shit. But you like, but you like Latinos. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. I lived in Miami. What else okay. am I going to fuck? There ain't oh. nothing else there. <laughs> but and then now I'm home in North Carolina. I'm like, oh, look at all these white guys. I bet they. <sighs> you're, I bet you're... they have actual reasons for being upset. And... <laughs> <laughs> they have rational thinking. I'm like, oh, <laughs> rational thinking people. <laughs> like, he just, he just gets guys. so mean, and he'll just like if say if I go to the store 
And it generally takes me five minutes, and I take six minutes. Oh, you were at the store for very long. Why were you there? Huh? Was someone there? Oh, wait. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> One of the things that I thought that was very interesting that you said the other day, too, was there's a lot of Mexican cowboys, vaqueros, in, in North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Love that shit. And Asian rednecks? Yeah. A lot yeah. Of, a lot of, a lot of uh, redneck Laotian people. Really? Mm, I, used okay. to so be, I used to be so into that shit. Yeah, like, because I used to work at this uh, Japanese restaurant. It was my first job, and I worked there for a long time. And I used to work at a nail salon because I used to do nails. Because I thought I was Asian. And then, um, <laughs> and then, um, so all the time, these these other like Laotian people, because the majority of um, like all the Asian people in North Carolina are Vietnamese and Laotian. So these Laotian guys will come in and they talk like this, like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm just want to get a chicken. I'm like, oh, "Fuck, my ovaries would explode." <laughs> And they'd have tattoos everywhere. Oh, fucking thugged out yeah. redneck Asian dude. Did they Jesus. have like shredders and shit? Like, did they wear shredders? Oh, no. Just, no. They'll, okay. No. Right. We never wear shredders. Tan. Shredders. Oh, yeah. Shredders are also uh, like Southern. Yeah. Yeah. My daddy would wear them. Yeah. We've been watching this thing on YouTube that's. Uh, what's that? What's that place called? Like Coal Country in West Virginia? Appalachia. Appalachia, yeah. Oh, girl. Right? I see so I'm like so wow. beautiful. Yeah. So beautiful. And that but area dear is God. so nice. But yeah, I know. I know. I think I, I I've I, you know, because I love Zillow. Because I, I don't have I'm in a relationship, That's so your I don't porn. have grinder. That's your Zillow porn, is yeah. my grinder. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I'll go on Zillow. I'm like, oh God, if we just lived in West Virginia with these fucking inbreds, we could live in a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> a mansion. I feel like How, that, gorgeous houses. Yeah, that area I think is is definitely gonna. But yeah, Appalachia is gorgeous. But you know the Appalachian Trail, um, so many people go missing and get murdered on that trail. Why? It's like a several hundred mile like hiking trail. So many people get murdered on that shit. Okay, well I'm definitely not going on that trail. I mean, I got. I uh, you know I'm not going to. I have a lot of. Sm- <laughs> That's I'll drive it. I'm not going to fucking walk it. What makes you a Republican? What makes me a Republican? I don't know. I disagree with everything Republicans say, and I just super disagree with everything that uh, liberals and Democrats say. So then you're not a Republican. You're probably an independent. No, I'm a Republican. I feel like this is such a dirty word now. What? The fact that you just said, I, I realize that I'm a Republican. Uh-huh. And you're a porn star. Uh-huh. And you're a gay porn star. Okay. Here's the thing. A Republican has nothing to do with being gay. has nothing to do with being anything. It's just your beliefs. I feel like you have more conservative values, but I'm so conservative. I've always been conservative. I've been like the most conservative gay porn star. I'm like, I don't know. No, I've definitely come across a couple that are. I mean, of course, I can't do everything in my life conservative. I you know it's very difficult to do that because you got to think about this, and I think about this a lot too because I think I have a lot of conservative values. However, I would never vote for a Republican because of the religion aspect and the gay issues mm-hmm. if they would just get rid of that fiscally i feel conservative about spending well money. i'm not religious at all okay i don't believe in christianity but when i do have kids i want them to go to church and i want them to believe in christianity but why because i want them to believe in something because but, i've lived my entire life not being able to believe in it and it's i felt very lost and very scared about death and all that stuff, but I don't want my I want my children to believe in something, even if it's the stupidest shit. But what about believing in themselves? Because that's a big thing. You believe in yourselves. No, live no, your fucking truth. But but that's, that's so stupid. No, no. But there's 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 also yeah, believe in themselves. But also, but it's more about like what happens in the afterlife. 
What? So you believe in an afterlife? So then you're. I don't. I don't know, but I prefer my children to fully believe that if they're good and they they can go to heaven and stuff like that. Even if I believe, even if I know, that's fucking stupid. But I want my kids to be able to just like people want their kids to believe in Santa Claus and the Truth Fairy. Yeah, just so they can have. They're they lying can have, to them. They're lying yeah, to their kids. But they're giving them something to believe in. But if you and, and my my thing doesn't come from a liberal aspect. It comes from from Buddhism, honestly. Which is what I think is the most sounds queer. It sounds queer, but the thing is, is of all the religions out there, uh-huh. the ones that the one that actually sounds like real life, treat other people well, yeah, or how you want to be treated, is Buddhism. Yeah, but where do you go when you die in Buddhism? You come back. Oh, uh, so that's that's a good thing for hey, you know, um, be better, be better, so that way when you come back, you'll be in a different place. I, I just but being Buddhist um, ha, keeps your mind open to a lot of other possibilities, and being Christian closes your mind to possibilities. And I want I want my kids' minds to be closed to possibilities. What? That, you, that doesn't make any sense, though. You can't. It do does. That. You can't. You, why would you want your kids to be closed minded? You can't do that because then you fully believe these Christians. Listen, you want limitate. You want yes. These okay, Christians want fully fucking believe that it was Adam and Eve, and they fully fucking believe. And all this shit, but and they'll Jesus drive, and shit. But they'll drive in cars that are fueled by fossils. Yes. Uh, but that doesn't Let make any sense. Let them believe it, though. <laughs> Let them believe it. It doesn't make any sense. Christianity makes no sense at all. I, everything that I hear about Christianity, I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. But they believe it, and they live their life by it, and they're at peace. I want my children to be at peace. Okay, well, you can still be at peace. and, and I, You can't be, because I'm not at peace. I'm terrified well, of the afterlife. Well, all right. Well, peace and afterlife very, very different. No, it's not. I don't think so. Well, you because can... if you don't know what's going to happen next, you're always going to be like, you're always going to be worried. You're always going to be worried. I don't want my kids to be worried. Okay. So, what do you think happens in the afterlife? I don't know. I I don't know. Have you had those those discussions with yourself or yeah? You when I'm high? stoned, yeah. That's say, why I don't smoke been, weed okay. anymore because that's all I can think about. I'm like, if I see if I see like a documentary about like um space. Or anything, if I'm like, nope, no, 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 nope, 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 nope. I don't want to think about. It. I don't want to think about it. La, 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 la. There are times where I'll, I will, I will take a gummy or I'll smoke and we'll hang out, and literally I'll lay my head back, and the only thing I can think of is what the fuck. Severe anxiety. We for are me. this big, yeah. and there's yeah. that much severe more. anxiety. But but you know why? But you know why we think that? Because we're open minded. Because you're Buddhist. And I don't have religion, and I'm able to think outside. But Christians are closed-minded. They know what they know. They in their heart, they know what's going to happen. So they don't even have to think about but that. And br- I want my children to not have to think about that. But they don't know because we they don't do know. know. Nobody knows. That's the thing. No, no, no. That's, that's but they believe they know. They but they, <laughs> that's dangerous because if you believe you know something, then you think that every you know everything that you know is right. Uh huh. And there's there's a lot wrong with that because then they can tell you what to do. They can tell me what to do. Christians can't tell me what to do. They're trying. If you're in the Christian church, they can tell you what to do. But if you believe in something enough, you can absolutely affect the communities that you're in and make stuff happen for your religion. And if if you are an American and you believe in the, the separation of church and state, we have to be able to separate these. And a lot of times... There's no separation. For instance, like the Roe v. Wade thing. Let's talk about. We can. We can. You know. But, I don't deal with that. I'm no, we canceled. don't have to deal with. But the thing I'm is, I'm gonna get canceled for that <laughs> Roe v. Wade shit. We don't have to. But the thing is, is that's a perfect example of. Here are people, 
who don't agree with abortion. I don't agree with abortion. I don't agree with it, but I'm not going to stop this person. Just like I don't want anybody stopping me from having sex with whoever I want to have sex with in my room. <sighs> this podcast isn't going to be fun anymore. We're going to talk about something else because I <laughs> yeah. don't agree with it. I, look, uh, I just want to address the idea. Like, There's you, plenty of non-Christians who believe everything that Republicans have to say. Well, I think a lot of, I, I think a lot of Republicans aren't really Christian. No, they're not. I'm not I, no, they're not. I'm not. See, here's the thing. Religion is a tool, and it's a weapon, and huh. it can be weaponized. And that's the only reason why. Listen, the point, the point this, whole, this whole religion thing came to, like, do I want my kids to be Christian just so that they can have peace of mind? I'm not, trying to make, I'm not trying to have Christian policies. I just want my kids to not have to worry about their afterlife. Okay? But, but, I don't know how this got turned into Roe v. Wade. <laughs> I just want my kids to not... No, I understand. I, don't, I want my kids, when they get high on, on smoke weed, I don't, I don't want them to think, like, where do we go when we die? I want them to be like... But they're going to do that. I feel like everybody has that thought. Yeah, but Christians don't... Well, how do you know? Are you in... Like, you're not in there. You, they may Listen, be able my, to Because my, uh, my family... I have missionaries. No, missionaries. I have missionaries in my family. And um, preachers. Preachers and missionaries and shit in my family. They believe that shit. They're into it. And I'm happy for them. I think that's, I wish I could. Look, I think that in a good person, faith mm-hmm. is amazing. Yeah. But that's also an extension of your attitude. Because I'm, I guess what I'm saying is I'm, I, I, when I am as not atheist, I'm agnostic. I know, but I believe that there's something there, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. I don't think he really cares what we do down here. But <sighs> being agnostic atheism is uh, freedom, but it's also not comforting. At all, not at all. But that, but that, I don't think that life is comfort. I think that we're yeah, here, and Christianity we, gives these Christians some kind of comfort. And I would prefer my children to be comforted in some way. But you know, at some point, something happened to you and to me to say this is not the answer. And if yeah. if you've reason, yeah. So it, hopefully, my children won't have that kind of IQ. But look, just like just like Santa Claus. Right. Eventually, you find out that Santa Claus is real. That out. I remember. I remember my feelings, and I remember where I was when I found out. But I remember how I found out, and I remember crying. My parents never instilled that in me. I knew that they bought all of our stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, I also was watching TV much younger than I was. I should have been. Granted, it was during the eighties, so it was a better time to watch what do you TV. Mean? Watch, watch TV before you... I was definitely watching R-rated movies at like 7 or 8. My parents were yeah, working too. all day. I, never watched, I, I didn't watch cartoons. I watched Seinfeld and Friends. Yeah. Well, see, I knew that I knew that Santa Claus wasn't real almost from the get. Hmm. I think it was adorable. It's a nice tradition to think that Santa Claus is real, but I knew that <laughs> my parents were breaking their asses to, to try and buy us gifts, and they I did guess their I, best. I, I, don't, I think I figured out when I was 8, I guess. I don't remember how I found out, but yeah, and even to the point where when I, I guess I did have reason. I'm like, I asked my mom. I was like, "Is Santa Claus real?" She's like, "No." <laughs> and I remember sitting on our blue velvet couch <laughs> with our mirror furniture because we're from the trailer park, and it was it was, it was early nineties. Yeah, uh, that's what you do in the nineties. Yeah, and our um, precious moment figurines, and I was <laughs> I just started crying. I just cried for hours. Can I just watch Toy Story? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, there's, if anything, what we should do, life is not everything that. We should do everything in our power to make our children's lives easier. Fine. But the thing is, is once you let those kids go into the world, one way or another, they will discover that life is not what what everybody says it is. It is in North Carolina. 
okay, all right. Well, I, I, I've yet to go to North Carolina. God, it's 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 insane. There's literally a church every like a star like Starbucks here. There's churches. <laughs> yeah. It's really? so okay. crazy. Like we were driving. I'm like, we should have a game. We should take a shot every time we pass a church. We'd be fucking wasted. Oof. Yeah, trash. There's like just on streets. Like, did you think are just residential? There's like a church there. Like, what, what the fuck is this? How are there this many people that go to church? There's. I, I don't watch a lot of Lifetime movies, but I know that it exists. If life can be a lifetime movie all the time, then all of our names be, will be Tanya. <laughs> yeah, I know. And everybody, our, something would be happening for Christmas. Kids are coming home. All that stuff. It's absolutely gorgeous. But the thing is, is we have to live outside of that because it's not real, and it's very unfortunate. But the kids come home for Christmas. Yeah, kids home like you know oh, we got to bake this pie and we got to do this and all that stuff. And Carol, who does that? Nobody does that. The Lifetime Channel does that. Do people carol in North Carolina too? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Fuck. I don't. I all the, all so... the things you're saying that doesn't happen does happen. What? Okay, so then Back I'm, in my I've gotten insanely screwed. No, I don't. We don't. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. But I've seen carolers, and actually, um, I, so I live in Gastonia, Cramerton, and uh, it's all these cities, and we have a town called McCaddenville, and it's literally called Mechanicsville. Huh? Is it Mechanicsville? Is no, that what you said? McCaddenville. McCaddenville. And it's Christmas Town, USA. Oh God. The entire town, if when you buy a house there, you have to sign paperwork saying that you will put up um, X amount of Christmas lights because people people come from hundreds of miles to oh, go to Mechanicsville. It's so gorgeous. beautiful. It is. And it's such a togetherness, togetherness in this fucking giant traffic line that lasts for hours. But it's nice. Well, it's see, beautiful. It is. It, I, I agree Because here's you. the thing. A lot of gay people that are watching this, like, oh, people don't do that. People don't. Because everyone, when you're gay, you leave your hometown. You came to New York. I went to Miami. Some people go to LA. But the majority of people, we're the minority of people. Mm -hmm. The majority of people are straight and they stay in their hometowns and they stay with their family and they do all these things mm -hmm. that are in mainstream media because that mainstream media should reflect that we produce. what this isn't that nuts that we produce from New York and yeah. California and but that's the problem with oh God. I mean, how am I going to go? With, here, how am I going to go? Because the new movies now are being produced in all these major cities where all these um, liberal ideas are coming from. So they're putting them in these video in these movies that people that the majority of the population in America don't agree with. So we're not going to see these movies. I'm not going to see this shit. And like you're not reflecting true life. You're reflecting true life in your tiny communities in New York and L.A. And that's not what's happening in the rest of the world. You know, yeah. But what I'm saying is, gay people, yeah, sure. We leave our we leave our families and go to these big cities because it's hard. Because I left North Carolina because um, all the gay people there were um, not cute, and I was going to be <laughs> single for the rest of my life. So I was like, I need to go to Florida. <laughs> so I went to Florida, and you know, I was able to find my boyfriend, and uh, now I've um, imported him up to North Carolina. So now I can be back with my family, and in the real world. But with my cute boyfriend, who I would not have been able to find. So you've seen, and because you've been in Cal, you've been in LA. There's several LA. versions of there. I mean, the real world. You know, there is no real world. Damn. There's because you know, there's my life. It's the Matrix. You gotta bro. follow around the fucking Matrix. No. You gotta follow no, shit up. <laughs> I'm like, I'm getting real. I'm like, um, I'm gonna call Joe Rogan up real quick. I'm gonna like, no, because you know. My mom, you know, my family lives in their world, which is North Carolina, which is, you know, go to work and have a house and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I, here I am. I go to different cities and escort and I have sex with people for money and blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of people who don't realize that even happens. 
you know? And there's people in my world, in the whole escort and porn world, that don't even realize that, you know, people go to church and bake pies and have family gatherings, stuff like that. They don't think that's even even a real thing anymore. But it is, it's all a real thing. It's all the real world. It all happens together. And we have to respect everything, but we don't have to push our shit onto other people. I agree with that to an extent for sure. I don't want you to limit your kids' minds. That's it. That's the only thing. I, just for the sake of their happiness. I do, because my mind was not limited, and I'm left, you're left with even more questions than answers. No, I understand that. But imagine, imagine, okay, when you're gone, and your kids are 40, and all of a sudden they're like, fuck, like, this is because, you know, shit like that happens. I, I've met people that in their 60s are like, wow, like, what did I do with my life? People in their 20s, people, when you start figuring out. Well, I, I, I'm not trying things. to trap my children into something. <laughs> I just want them to believe in heaven. You are, you are taking this to so many. <laughs> well, no, because I just want them to believe in heaven. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. And to get good grades and be good. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. Help old ladies across the street, goddamn. <laughs> I could, I still, I've helped old ladies across I the love street. helping. I, yeah, I, I know, people. I know. My, I my boyfriend even said this the other day. He was like, he said, the thing I like about you is like, you'll just help random people. You'll just do shit for people. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I feel like I just want to like, I don't know. I just, I You just want to like connect. People. Yeah. So where does Sean Duran go from here? To the bathroom. <laughs> um, well, no, I gotta go to Covington, Tennessee, to buy this truck. Maybe I don't know. Okay. No, actually, before first though, I have to go to Fort Lauderdale because I gotta get this car fixed. So my ex-husband was driving my car for like a year or so. You know, while um, we were traveling or living in LA, he was driving my car without a license, obviously. Mm. Expired tags, obviously. No insurance, obviously, because damn, that's how we are. I was gonna say, how do you get away with all that shit? But it's in Florida. Florida. You never been? It's wonderful. You can do whatever you I've, want. I've been many times, and every, I, I I hate not being in Florida. Every time I go, really? like the other day, I got as soon as I passed, I'm like, oh, I can feel the warm embrace of mm. my father, Ron well, DeSantis, oh, and God. I'm like, I love. I get so excited. I'm like, oh, Christ. Daddy, I'm back. Like I said, my my family's Cuban American, and a lot of them live in Florida, and we don't particularly agree with a lot of things. I understand their point of view, but. And that's, that's an important thing is you don't have to agree with where people's politics are. or You, you don't have to you, agree. But, but you, you have to respect where they've been yes, in life. Yes, and you shouldn't um, have them canceled off Twitter. They should be allowed to say what they have to say. Well, I, I don't think any of my family, any of my abuela and shit like that aren't on Twitter. I do up an X on Twitter, see? Or X, as they but call I, it now. I, I, X, yes. People are like, right. oh, uh, what, do you have, uh, what's your X handle? I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck does that mean? I've been off Twitter for that long. I, mm. I've only been off Twitter for like seven months, and apparently it's already changed to this X thing. Are you planning on doing any social media? No. Are you planning on doing any content creation? You're such a content creator. Do you want to do a collab? We should do a collab. Oh, my God. No collabs I'm in your future? Oh, shit. I hate when people call it collabs. When, when I was on Twitter, when I, when I tried to do some kind of just for fans, but I'm just too lazy. People are like, do you want to collab? I'm like, like are you going to like rap and I'm going to sing like a song? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, you mean fuck on camera together? That's not a collab, Shug. So, uh, no, I'm not doing any social media. All right, because not because of um, any kind of political reasons or anything. I just do it because um, I just I can't I can't scroll all day long. I got I have it really hampers my ability to live. Constantly scrolling, 
constantly like, oh, that person's life is so great. And their life is not great. Mm. It's just filters. Yeah. Because any picture you see of me on, on social media where it looked like my life was great, I was lying. That's just a filter. My life was not great. Mm. I, I wish I didn't have to be on social media as much as I do. But I just, you know, there's no way to continue doing even this or work without that being a part of your life. So, well, you know, people said that about porn acting. I don't need it. But I mean, I guess when you're such a legend, you don't really have to have that, you know. Yeah. Legendary. This fucking hieroglyphs of me in porn. <laughs> Legendary porn star Chandra. They were like <laughs> digging in the Great Pyramid. It's like, oh, look at this ancient hieroglyph of Chandrayaan. Well, you know, that's something to think about. Like, you know, 3,000 years into the future, someone's going to find a DVD or a V8. No, not VHS. But a DVD of, of Chandran on the cover. They don't even make DVDs anymore, do they? They do. No, they there's, make Blu-rays. No, but there's still a market for DVDs. We can't end it on this. We, <laughs> we, we can't end on this. And cut. We have to talk about something else before we do. Let's talk about the notes. The fruit floral... Oh, and not of, notes of this bourbon. Mm. I've bastardized it. Let me just take a little bit. Just well, here, um, take some, take some, take some ice to open it up. Open it up. <laughs> <laughs> to open up the bouquet. You've been watching Demystifying Gay Porn. I am your host, Ike Grande. Demystifying Gay Porn is available wherever you get your podcasts, as well as YouTube. Demystifying Gay Porn is on X. Instagram, Facebook, Telegram. And if you like what you're watching or listening to and want to be a part of the creative process, head over to patreon.com backslash demystifying gay porn, where you can help support this audiovisual podcast and YouTube channel, and I can continue making content like you've just enjoyed. Once again, this is Demystifying Gay Porn. My name is Ike Grande, and if you watch gay porn, I've definitely helped to get off. Cheers. Cheers.